The government is going to have to make some hard decisions on defence spending this term. A key report outlining what needs to be spent to make the force fit for purpose is due back in less than a year. One academic says it comes at a time when the force is facing its own cost of living crisis. Our political reporter Annika Smith has more. The Defence Force was on the front line of the COVID-19 pandemic, deployed to the country's 32 MIQ facilities. Now it's grappling with its own crisis. Here's Professor David Cappy, Director of the Centre for Strategic Studies at Victoria University. Defence is having its own cost of living crisis, if you like. It's finding it hold, hard to hold on to skilled people when they can when they can move uh, and take their skills elsewhere and, and get better remuneration. On top of attrition rates that have left highly skilled, hard-to-fill gaps in the workforce, there's also ageing equipment. David Cappy says all Navy ships other than the Aotearoa tanker need to be replaced by the mid-2030s and it won't be cheap. If you're talking about the Naval Combat Force, about frigates, you're talking about multi-billion dollar investment. You're talking about replacing Canterbury, the multi-role vessel that's been so important in terms of delivering disaster relief and resilience um, into the Pacific. You're talking about replacing the offshore patrol vessels. The list goes on and on. In February, the Defence Force had to change its response to Cyclone Gabriel because it didn't have the staff. It has a reduced capacity to provide humanitarian and disaster relief during the 2023-2024 high-risk weather season in the South Pacific. Former Defence Minister Andrew Little says there's a lot on the line, including New Zealand's reputation, especially with Pacific partners. I think a challenge for the new government is to ensure that they maintain the confidence of our serving personnel and give confidence to New Zealand that uh, our defence capability is in good shape. Labor campaigned on better pay for defence staff. Defence Minister Judith Collins says she'll back the force, though it's not clear if this means higher pay. One of the most important things I believe I can add is to be a Minister of Defence that supports our defence forces and for them to know that I've got their back. Does having their back mean paying them more? Uh, what having their back means is exactly what it's always meant when I've been someone's minister. Um, and that is always supporting them in their hour of need. Prime Minister Christopher Luxon has dampened expectations on defence spending, saying it will be completely contingent on the fiscal situation. RNZ asked Judith Collins about committing to 2% of GDP, which would bring spending levels closer to what New Zealand's allies invest. I always think we need to be just a little bit careful about making uh, predictions or statements on that when we are going through a very tough financial crisis which we have now inherited and so I'm not going to make a statement on that. David Cappy says governments of all stripes have kicked the can down the road on defence spending. The challenge with the, the situation we've got ourselves into is you've got all of these major platforms, the obsolescence is, is looming at the time in which there'll be ministers saying, well, I want money for this hospital or for these schools or, or for other things, or, or people saying we should be trying to spend less. The review of what the government needs to spend on defence is due in September next year. Annika Smith with that report.